Thank you for downloading this sponsored podcast presented by PR Week. For more podcasts, visit us online at prweek.com. Hi, everyone. This is Gideon Fiddlesai, Managing Editor of PR Week. I want to welcome you to this very special podcast, which is presented by Danone. We are going to be talking to Callie Goodwin, VP of Family and Wellness Brands at Danone. Callie, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Callie has some very, very interesting insights on a lot of things, including um, something that many of you are probably familiar with, a Femme Forward content series that PR Week has been producing for the last couple of months or so. Um, It's sponsored by Activia, which is a a brand of Danone's, and it's been really, really successful. It's been talking about the particular challenges that a lot of women have had over the last year plus managing working from home, a family, which is obviously another job and a half, if not more. It's probably more than a job and a half, isn't it, Callie? Um, (laughs) Exactly. And all those things. So a lot of really, really interesting things we're going to talk about. We're going to be talking about purpose as well. We're going to be talking about Gen Z consumers, lots of great things. And I can't wait to get into it with Callie. So let's get started. It is becoming clearer by the day that companies understand that purpose is not just a nice to do, but a business imperative. However, a sign that a brand is taking this very seriously is B Corp certification. Certified B Corporations such as Danone are businesses that meet the highest standards of verified social and environmental performance, public transparency, and legal accountability to balance profit and purpose. Danone North America has been a certified B Corp since I believe April 2018. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about your brand's evolution as a purposeful company since the B Corp certification where you see that commitment to purpose even further intensifying in the near future and the role your B Corp certification plays in your comms and branding efforts. So I'm sure you appreciate that I asked you five questions in one, but I know you can handle it. So go ahead, Callie. Okay, I'll do my best. I think first though, it's important to clarify that for Danone, this wasn't like all of a sudden we, you know, became purposeful or mission driven because we were B Corp certified. Our mission has always been to bring health through food to as many people as possible. And this is part of our DNA. For the last, you know, 100 plus years, we've been delivering healthful foods to um, people in geographies around the world. So when we set out to become B Corps certified, um, we gave ourselves a period of time to reach that goal. And in fact, we, we did it faster than we even possibly could imagine because we were already living and breathing this mission and being both a source for social good and business at the same time. So then fast forward, it's now we're B Corps certified. And in the last couple of years, I would say there's a a lot of ways this has come to life in our marketing efforts. Um, For example, Activia, a brand that is in my portfolio for 20 years in the U.S., we've been delivering really functional nutrition, gut health benefits to women. So that's just part of our DNA as a brand. And everything we do on a marketing front is really to help women feel their best every day, as we are all very busy creatures. And then there's more specific efforts like Two Goods, One Cup Less Hunger program, where they're literally diverting food waste for every cup of Two Good you buy. They're um, partnering with local community food programs like Um, City Harvest in New York here um, in order to deliver food to underserved communities uh, to the tune of of millions of pounds of food that's saved. 
And that doesn't just feed people that are food insecure, but it also helps divert food waste and therefore protect the environment. Um, so it's really part of Two Goods mission as a brand. Um, so those are just a couple examples, I would say, like in our portfolio of things part of our brand DNA and then specific programs we're doing. Thank you so much for that, Callie. And the reason I really was excited to talk to you about that is because, as you know, purpose has become something that is clearly paramount to all brands. But the B Corp certification is sort of a standard that really, really stamps a brand as one that really, really is committed to this on the highest level. The fact that you've achieved it or the fact, the fact that you've achieved it is really admirable. And obviously, I love how you were talking about the fact that, you know, you were purposeful before you became a B Corp corporation. In fact, in order to become one, you really have to be one. You don't just get it for saying something. So I think it really, really, um, you know, in some ways, I'm maybe not giving your brand enough credit. I think it's really, really great that you've achieved that. Um, and I know this is a global certification. Um, and it's not something you can just sign up for and say, oh, we'll, we'll get it stamped and everyone will know how great, how purposeful you are. You really have to earn it. No one has earned it. So kudos to you for that. What I'd also like to talk to you about, and prior to our conversation today, we discussed how the marketing for your brand has evolved over the past year or so to reach a younger millennial wellness consumer. Wooing younger millennials and Gen Z consumers is a topic of great interest to every brand out there. So I know our audience will be very interested to hear about the strides Danone has made in this regard over the past year or so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think as it relates to Activia, we've been around for a long time and it's historically been seen as a reactive um, effort. Like, I don't feel very good, therefore I'm going to take Activia to help me with my digestive health. Mm -hmm. The millennial consumer has a totally different view on life. It's very proactive. It's like, how can I proactively manage my health and wellness? And as a brand, we are also transforming ourselves to be a proactive health and wellness brand. Um, so our campaign that we launched last year, our A to Z campaign, is anchored in this idea that it all starts from within, from within your gut. And how you feel on the inside helps you uh, be your best self and feel your best on the outside from active to zealous from A to Z. So this campaign is an example of how we've really done an excellent job recruiting and speaking to millennials the way they uh, are, are viewing their um, own health and wellness and doing it in a really like fun, vibrant way. Also, it's not, it doesn't have to be um, so serious, right? Like even connecting it to my own life, there's a lot of, yes, I'm busy and yes, I, I work really hard, but I'm having a lot of fun doing it and managing your health can be the same way. So I think there's also an element of, of tone and vibrancy. That's, that's a critical component of that progression as well. Managing your health can be fun. That is very, very interesting. I am going to remember that. And I know going forward, when the situation arises, I'm going to remember that Callie said, managing your health should be fun. Yeah. Maybe, and there's actually some great <laughs> examples the brand has done in the last year. So uh, last year, after we launched our A to Z campaign, we did a program with uh, Nina DeBrev and Daybreaker, which was all about like starting the day with, you know, joyful dancing um, <laughs> as a way to kind of like both be active right away and also be proactive about like setting the tone of like, Hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm going to consume my activity, which is going to help me feel good. And then I'm also going to dance my way into the day, um, which is sets a tone, you know, for you and your, your emotional well being as well. 
And then this year, more recently, we've partnered with Iskra Lawrence, uh, an mm -hmm. influencer who's very proactive with her gut health, um, and Hello Sunshine to do multiple events in both the mind and body space, again, to bring this like vibrant, fun energy to um, health and wellness. So we've proven it can be done, and we've had really tremendous success with these programs. Well, first of all, thank you for mentioning Iskra because, uh, plug here. Eskra was one of the contributors to our Femme Forward series, so definitely check out peerweight.com for that and all the wonderful comms that we've gotten. Now, Callie, I hope you're okay if I just do maybe toe tapping. I don't see myself dancing in the morning. That just doesn't seem <laughs> to be me, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to take Let's that advice. Your own. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try. I don't, you, don't, you and I don't know each other all that well, but dancing, that is not my thing. But um, I, I, know that we've, I know that you've mentioned gut health, and I know how important that is to you, especially in, in recent times. But, you know, it kind of lends itself to sort of a, this segue. Talking about gut health, it's probably a challenge during normal times because it's not necessarily something people think about automatically, even when they talk about their general health. But perhaps it's become even more challenging when everyone's healthcare focus as of late has been on something related to COVID, which is completely understandable. So... Has that proven to be somewhat of a challenge to you? Or perhaps it's a situation where maybe because people are so, you know, oversaturated with COVID-19 information, maybe this is something that people are actually welcome to hear about. So how has that worked out for you? Yeah, I think it's worked out in, in two ways. First, you know, Activia is a pioneer in gut health research. We're a, a brand that's fundamentally backed by science. So we didn't see COVID-19 as like, uh-oh, people are going to be distracted by um, this, you know, giant pandemic. Instead, we saw it as an opportunity to support uh, the science um, industry and re research industry. Uh, we partnered by partnering with Rutgers. Um, we are currently funding a program that looks at the connection between your microbiome and COVID-19 um, severity of symptoms. So even though there's not a direct correlation to our um, digestive health benefit, it's still an opportunity for us to participate in a really important conversation and a topic that's on everyone's minds. Um, and that's important for us as a brand to be relevant in that way. Um, then the second thing I wanted to mention is that, you know, what we've seen is that COVID-19 has made people even more acutely aware of what's happening with their bodies. 29% of consumers are reporting that they're trying more functional foods and they're being more proactive about their health and wellness because of COVID-19. So um, what we've seen is actually a positive benefit to the business as people are being, again, more proactive with their health and wellness. And Activia is the perfect brand to incorporate into your daily life because it tastes so good. So it's not like I'm having to get up every morning and eat a bunch of vitamins or take a bunch of supplements. I can enjoy Activia as part of my breakfast routine every day. It does actually taste good. I'm not even sure that I'm. I'm, I'm actually. I'm not even sure that I'm actually the market you're going for with Activia. But I like yogurt, so it, yeah. it does taste good. But you know, I really appreciate what you were just saying because you're so right. I mean, the one thing about the one thing about COVID nineteen as well is it's really, really made people think about their holistic health. And gut health is obviously very, very important. I mean, you know, so um, it's really, really interesting how you sort of weave that. Um, I hate. I hate to use a term like this, but sort of took advantage of the focus that people have put on health and really, really used it to your advantage. So very, very smart marketing, Callie. I like that. Getting a little bit away from the health aspect and a little bit more about um, the fact that you oversee a parent brand in Danone as well as a family of brands that sit underneath it. 
So that's a really, really interesting position because a challenge that could arise in such situations is that you need consistency across your entire brand portfolio. Danone obviously has a brand or a personality, if you will. And then you have all your sub-brands like Activia or whatnot that also have their own personalities. And they're, it could get a little bit confusing. It could be a little bit difficult to be consistent across the brand. Is this a challenge that you find yourself dealing with sometimes? And if so, how do you try to maintain that consistency so that everyone understands, even when they're talking about Activia or a sub-brand of Danone, this is still a Danone brand and it matches all of the characteristics and ethics and all of those things that Danone espouses? So, I mean, I, we really don't see this as a challenge. We see okay. it as a, a huge benefit and opportunity. Um, first of all, we believe one size does not fit all, right? Like there are so many different consumers out there and managing and working in a house of brands al- allows us to customize specific brands for specific consumers and to really get the heart of like, what does that person want mm-hmm. um, in different occasions, um, in different need states and in different consumer profiles. So we have high protein yogurts like our Oikos Pro or Oikos Triple Zero. We have brands like one of the brands that I manage is for specifically for kids, Danimals. We have indulgent brands like Yo Crunch that have, you know, delicious cookies and candy toppers. Um, we have, you know, low calorie brands like Light and Fit that can help people as they're, again, proactively managing their health and wellness. Mm-hmm. So that allows us to speak to different consumers. What all of our brands have in common, though, is every brand has also a One Planet, One Health mission, just like the Danone corporate brand does. And every brand is working on both doing social good and business good at the same time. And that's the connective tissue that brings all of our brands together. They're doing it in their own way, though, right? Like, so, you know, for um, Activia, it's all about gut health and supporting women on their journey through life, um, making them feel good no matter what they're doing, whether they're at home with their kids or um, working hard um, at, at work or both at the same time as we all are in COVID, or if it's a brand like Danimals, which is providing the fuel for kids' adventures that's fundamentally nutritious and a better snack in a competitive kid snack space, right? Like as a parent, would I rather give my kid a delicious Danimals that has calcium and vitamin D or, or chips or cookies? So they're all doing it in their own way for their consumer they're trying to reach, but they're all fundamentally supporting the Denim corporate mission. I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do this. Um, Callie mentioned light and fit, and I was, I was saying this to her before we started recording this and I meant it. I love that stuff so much. Only 80 calories. It tastes great. Um, I'm not a paid spokesperson. Danone would be stupid enough to pay me to be a spokesperson for them anyway, but the stuff's really good. Caramel apple pie happens to be my favorite flavor. The only problem is, my local supermarket doesn't always have it. So that annoys me, but it's really, really a very, very good product. So um, I know that's not necessarily what people out there want to hear about, but sorry, you're stuck with me. I love this stuff. I wanted to say it. Where I'd really like to close our conversation though, is going back to what we were talking about, um, the Fem Forward series that you guys sponsored. Really, really special series. We were so pleased to, um, we were so pleased to uh, actually, we still are actually, of course, to share that content from some amazing women in the in the industry uh, and obviously people like Esquire as well 
um, who are talking about the specific challenges that they've had over the past year plus as some, in some cases working moms or what have you, but um, women have been very, very interestingly affected by the COVID-19 pandemic and uniquely affected as well. So I think what I'd like to do here is give you the opportunity to talk about what we've asked all of our contributors to Fem Forward to talk about. Callie, without me leading too much, I kind of want to give you the floor now to talk a little bit about how the pandemic and the past year has impacted you as a very successful professional. You're not just a successful female professional. You're a very successful professional um, with a family life and all of that and a husband who has all those diplomas who are sitting behind you. I know I said I wasn't going to mention him, but I did. <laughs> and, some of them are mine. Oh, I, oh I'm sorry. I, mi- I, miss, I, mi- I misread. Yes, some of them are hers. Callie is a very, very smart professional as well. But Callie, seriously, what has the last year been like for you as a working mom? Um, and who's been juggling some amazing responsibilities in a way that you maybe never had to before. So, you know, a little bit of background. I, I do have three kids. Um, they're nine, seven, and five. So extremely active, oh. busy ages. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> yeah. In school, out of school, virtual, you know, in person, the whole, the whole gamut. Yeah. The, the last year has been probably the most challenging and rewarding years of my entire life. Um, I probably say that every year though, right? I think like as your kids get older, you're like reaching new um, levels of challenges or different challenges. Um, but it, it's been really interesting because uh, the, it's a double-edged sword. So on the one hand, I've had to juggle at various points of last year, you know, working from home and feeling like I'm teaching from home. Mm. Um, certainly I'm doing more active caring from home than I've ever done before while working because we didn't have any support um, in terms of like a a nanny or or extra, extra support throughout the day. Um, And that's been really hard, right? It's really hard to continue the pace of your career at the same time as you're, you know, watching and caring for your kids. On the other hand, what an amazing opportunity I was given to spend so much time with them. I'm sure this is like a very consistent response, right? Um, I've seen more of them because even the lack of business travel, I've just been home more and I've been able to participate in things that I otherwise wouldn't have. So I'll give you an example from this week. My second grader had a field day at her school and I was able to take an hour and a half and go volunteer. Um, and would I have been able to do that, you know, pre COVID? Sure. If I like structured my whole day and I blocked it out and I, raced into the office afterwards for my one o'clock meeting and but you know my elementary school is five minutes down the the road so I just popped out went to it came back you know I was a little sweaty on my next um virtual call but um, (laughs) other than that it was pretty seamless integration into my day because I'm working from home right now that is amazing amazingly valuable what a happy employee I was the rest of the day because I had this fluidity between my my work life and my professional life. And those are, you know, really experiences that it will be tough to give up if I, you know, go back to the office full time. And then the other thing I wanted to mention, sorry, linking it back to what I do for for work is a a more proactive sense of my own health. Um, You know, just like the consumers I mentioned that are pulled, I'm one of them. So I've been able to work out more because I'm not commuting, um, which is was a personal goal. I'm I'm making myself really healthful foods for lunch because I have my own kitchen at my disposal so I can make a salad 
I can have my Activia for breakfast. Of course. Um, so I'm feeling good on the inside, which is which is helping my, you know me feel good. Um, so the combination of those things has also been really positive for me. While being more acutely aware of the mental health impacts of being stuck in my office all day and not having the kind of um, connection with people that I, I used to get as part of my job. So, you know, everything is kind of all up on the surface, right? Like, and that's been maybe the wake up we all needed, right? To like, mm. to be more present in our children's lives and to have a higher standard for our own personal health and and our career and what's the right balance of all of those things. So um, on the whole, I would say I'm in a better place now than I was, you know, 15 months ago. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. Although I wish we didn't have to go through a global pandemic in order to do it. You know, thank you so much for sharing that with, with, with me and our audience. And that's, that's really, really important because we've, you know, for much longer than the pandemic has been with us, have always been conversations about work-life balance. Um, I think those conversations have become significantly amplified now. So um, it's really, really, at least if there's a silver lining that came out of all of this, and again, you really don't want to look for silver linings when something so horrible has been happening around the world for the last year plus. But I do think it's given people an opportunity to work differently, probably work better in a lot of ways, mainly because holistically they're better right now um, because of the opportunities that they have to do things with their families or um, as I always like to mention when I have conversations about this, spend time with their pets. If they have pets, pets have been the biggest winners of the pandemic, mm-hmm. by the way, hands Absolutely. down, hands down. But anyway, that's another, that's another, that's, that's another podcast, but, uh, but it's really, really, um, it's really, really um, inspiring to hear you talk about that. And also really, really nice because you lead, a lot of staffers. And I know that you're a very nice person anyway, but I know that because of what's going on and what you've been able to, you know, the benefits that you've reaped from the situation that we're in now, I know that also helps you and a lot of people like you sort of manage better and, you know, have empathy, which has been one of the big words of 2020 and 2021. So I really do appreciate that. I do want to throw you one more curveball of a question. It's not really that difficult of a curveball, but similar to uh, on the same vein as what we were just talking about. Has there been anything you learned over the last year plus that has actually helped you become a better communicator or a better message, a better better storyteller, or just better at your professional tasks? Yeah. Wow. Great question. Uh, Right at the end, a (laughs) curveball. Yes. I mean, I think that before the pandemic, we had the luxury of, um, you know, sitting in a room together and you know, posturing, honestly, about different, you know, creative tactics, strategies. Um, There's some element of that energy that I've very much missed over the last year. Mm -hmm. But where I think that I've gotten a lot better is being succinct and getting my point across because we're relying more on um, text. So emails and literally sometimes text messages Mm -hmm. to communicate with each other. And so you need to get really specific about your point of view. And then even in a virtual setting, you know, it's almost a lot harder sometimes, like you're talking on top of each other and you're interjecting. And so when you have the floor, you need to really be focused on what you're trying to say. And I think that's made me a better leader, a better communicator. 
Um, you know, I'm interacting better with my agency network, for example, because when I'm there and I'm present, I'm really focused on what we need to accomplish. Um, in a, versus, you know, a previous time and place when I think, you know, people spent more time talking to hear themselves, honestly, than to get their point across. Callie, just based on the few minutes that we spent today, I have no doubts that you are a wonderful leader, a wonderful mother, and a wonderful everything. So very much appreciate you taking the time today. I mean, um, these are among my favorite things to do for PR Week, getting to know um, some of the leaders in the industry a little better through these podcasts. And I very much appreciate you taking the time to do this. I very much appreciate Danone facilitating all this happening by our sponsorship. And I know that everyone out there listening to this or watching this um, will can learn a great deal from Callie. And um, I'm happy to have played my little role in facilitating that. So on behalf of Danone and Callie and myself in PR Week, I want to thank all of you, of course, for uh, joining us today and um, watching this or listening to this. I have to say both because there's multiple channels, but um, I really enjoy this. And, um, you know, PR Week does a lot of these podcasts with some of the really great industry leaders in communication. So look, be on the lookout for more of them. And um, until I see you again, um, I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day.